and welcome to And That's It, featuring Juno and Derek. I'm Derek. I'm Juno. And we're best friends. And we talk about stuff. And today, we're talking about a couple things, actually. We'll get to the movie in a second, but first, we're going to address a controversy. Okay. Now, you could be wondering, which controversy is this? There are many. many controversies. We're talking about a media controversy, and that doesn't narrow it down really <laughs> at, at all. all. So I'll narrow it down even fur- further. <laughs> We're going to be talking about a controversy involving children's media, which probably leads you to think we're talking about one of two things. And I will clarify which one we're talking about, <laughs> because it's kind of a fun game to play. So we are going to talk about the controversy taking the internet by storm, J.K. Rowling's new book. No! It's only a controversy if you are permitting transphobes to have opinions, which I just don't. (laughs) I simply do not. Even before she made her transphobic views her whole personality, (laughs) many of us, including myself, have been calling for her to just stop speaking for many, many years. She just has a penchant for not stopping. Some might say she shouldn't have started at all. She had a good thing going. She could have retired mm-hmm. with maybe the most goodwill of any of children's anybody. book author ever. Truly, nobody was more beloved. And then she just kept going. I mean, if it's not shitting on the floor, if it's not Hufflepuff mutual masturbation. (laughs) It's something. It's transphobia, apparently. It's transphobia, isn't it? It's an Asian woman being a snake. It's something. It's giving an Asian woman two last names from two separate Asian cultures. (laughs) It never ends. No, she won't let it stop. And I can't think of a property more beloved to me in my childhood than Harry Potter when it comes to franchises. Mm -hmm. Truly nothing else reached it. And I mean, I read Percy Jackson, fucked with Percy Jackson heavily. And now Percy Jackson is the GOAT, clearly. Yeah, because Rick Gordon is not an asshole. He's a good person. He's a good man. (laughs) (laughs) and uh honestly his books were more fun to read they were more accessible they weren't written by some hoity-toity british woman right you know they were written for anybody and that's fine uh you know both both are fine but but like looking back it's like honestly Percy Jackson was fun. Harry Potter was epic, and that's why we loved it. And I love epic stories. I love, mm-hmm. like, Lord of the Rings. I love Star Wars. All of that. But Percy Jackson was for kids. And, I mean, Harry Potter's for kids. But Harry Potter's for, like, the smart yeah, exactly. Kids. The kids who, like, were above their reading level. Mm-hmm. Percy Jackson was for everyone. For anyone. And I think if Percy controversial opinion i think if percy jackson had come out first i think a lot of the people who really hooked into harry potter would have hooked into that instead yes but i think that it was so ingrained in us that uh, once percy jackson came along we were like this is cool too but like not my thing but i'm so glad percy jackson came around when it 
did because I was the same age as Percy when I read the mm, books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or as that's Percy true. when he um, starts when he starts the books because yeah. he 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 ages age, a year up, yes. and off, obviously after a book, I was no longer the same age. <laughs> but I was eleven when I read the first right. Percy Jackson. No, book. absolutely. Um, and it, to be fair. Harry Potter is also 11 in his first book. I just was not 11. I was not 11 when I read that no. book. Much younger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's just... Basically, the thesis of this is why support Harry Potter when you can support Percy Jackson? Is well, there a good reason? No. Or also supporting brown, queer authors, smaller books. Of course. You don't trans need to authors. buy in. Trans authors. You don't need to buy into the subscription that because lots of people read it, that's all you can read. In fact, I encourage you not to read J.K. Rowling's new book because don't oh, support that bitch. Yeah, don't read this new book. If you want a trans book, a YA book to read, um, the book Cemetery Boys by Aidan Thomas just came out, and that's features a queer trans male protagonist mm-hmm. and that just seems like more and they're not productive yeah, and positive they're not the bad guy in that novel exactly. because being trans doesn't make you bad it's true just again in the back being trans doesn't make you bad yeah it needed to be said yeah oh it's so upsetting it's so upsetting that someone with her capital is allowed to spew right. so much bullshit well, and with her reach and her audience, the way that they responded, you would think she would be like, oh, I should keep my fat mouth shut. No, no. Her reaction was to dig her claws exactly. in and lean into it. I don't understand how some people like lean into it when they're called out. You know? No, I don't get like, it. You know, we had a discussion about Harry Potter in my small group in theater today, and we were talking, like, you know... We at the beginning of the conversation it was acknowledge what J.K. Rowling is, which is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But then we did basically just talk about Harry Potter for the next twenty minutes. Like it is, you know, an important series to many people. Yes, but we can't pretend that J.K. Rowling isn't still here and kicking because she is, and unfortunately, she is painfully alive distressingly so <laughs> she is too alive actually i say. don't know i think if she died right now and she like was martyred for a cause that uh, would also be terrible be so worse. maybe it's good that she's like she should have died five years ago <laughs> <laughs> that's my take <laughs> i'll take yeah <laughs> have any of the like actors or anything spoken out against it i know that they've been well um daniel radcliffe emma watson and rupert grant all um, made like pro trans statements, not not right now, but, but like back in general, in, they have uh, the last time it was really. Or big, she was really big on up. the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all came out in support of trans people. Um, as they should. Yes, it's literally the least they could do. Right. Um. Yeah. I guess it's probably. Too oh, soon. um, oh, I wish I could remember her name, but the actress who plays Cho Chang also, oh, I remember, out spoke out, and I know there are a few other ones. So, yeah, the cast has in general, you know, of the movies has has, yeah. has taken uh, not her side. Good. Uh, but, yeah, it, it just proves that, that people guess, are going to show you who they are. Right. 
bad people can create good content doesn't make them not bad people. Exactly. We have this discussion all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes like the other way is a little harder when good people create bad content. And I don't mean bad content as in like it's quality-wise necessarily Oh, you mean bad. like bad material? It's it, Yeah, when, when it creates something that is unintentionally harmful yeah. or or a misconstrued or something. Right. That's also That's also hard. Bad. Yes. And navigating that. And I'm all for forgiveness. Cancel culture, to me, feels diminutive of growth because people do grow and change. And, like, we can get better. We can learn and educate ourselves. However, people such as Miss Rowling, Rowling, whatever, she doesn't want to change. She doesn't want to grow. And that is why I'm okay saying, fuck that lady. Goodbye forever. I hope you choke on something large and die. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 our thoughts on that. Just wanted to address it because it seems like something we would talk about. It feels like something we would talk about. Yeah. Well, what else is going on? Uh, in personal news, something really distressing happened to me recently. <laughs> I'm not talking about it any any more detail than that. Uh, other than um, you know. We both had some ups and downs romantically this year. <laughs> Certainly we did. <laughs> it has been a... I feel like... So, something that I'm working on with my mental health is feeling like I am a valid human. Mm-hmm. Which means I'm also practicing the concept that I am the main character. No. <laughs> and nothing has ever reinforced that for me as much as this year has. Any misstep or problem that I feel like I could have possibly encountered... I most certainly encountered it, and I'm not dead, so I survived. Uh, however, it was a rough one, fellas. It was a rough one for Derek and Juno. <laughs> yes. And are, are they the same situation? No. no. They're they, actually quite they're different. They're very different, but they're both would be funny to observe. <laughs> right. Both would make excellent movies. Exactly. Or we could make one movie... And it would be both of us, and and our storylines would be parallel. Yes. It would probably be very entertaining. And we would both end up single and alone. Yes. That's, but... <laughs> that, okay, so they ended the same way. Exactly. <laughs> they took different paths to get to the same place. Yes. You know, all roads lead here. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know what? We're going to be old together in our, in our oh, grayness and wrinkles exactly. with cats and... Cats and snacks and we'll watch horror movies until we die. Yeah. Honestly, that sounds good to me. I mean, that's my plan. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, (laughs) it is fun being a 21-year-old, like, hot, young, single again. I guess I've been... (laughs) For people who don't know what's going on, it's going to sound like I just got broken up with. And that's... That is incorrect. Truly could not be farther from the truth. (laughs) the breakup has struck again. Part (laughs) two. Yeah, don't you just love it when uh, the breakup comes back? It just doesn't leave you alone. Makes a makes a guest appearance mm-hmm. in season six. You thought you were over it, and you were wrong. <laughs> oh, I really thought I was over it, and based on my insane online reaction, I could not <laughs> have been farther from the truth. I'm talking no less than I believe twenty tweets the day I found out. <sighs> yes, I after you texted me, I went back and looked, and I was like, oh. I thought these were from days apart. No, no. These are from 
Hours, if not minutes apart. Uh, And friend of the pod, Mage. Truly, I I can't believe... uh, Hold on, why did it start? Um, Just all of the... All of the all of the things I've been texting him about, and I've been annoying him in his IG DMs so badly. Um, what a good friend he is! To oh, you. he's too too good to me. Ugh. I I so badly want to talk about it, but I really I don't can't. think you should. I However, I it's a good can't. plug for anyone who wants to know what's happening to go check out Derek's Instagram, not Instagram. Twitter. Oh, I don't get into details on Twitter either, but you can see my mental spiral. Yes, he spiraled on. You won't understand anymore, but you will right. witness the aftermath. If you really want to know, just text or DM me and I will tell you in full what happened. I think you should write a No less all. than three times. Yes. Because uh, I texted you, I texted my cousin Maddie, and I texted Mage. And, oh... I'll tell a little funny anecdote about the Maddie one, before, okay. and, and then we'll get into the movie. At the end of it, she texted me like a cute little anecdote um, about the person that my thing is about and uh, related to her brother. And I had the unfortunate realization <laughs> that her brother, my cousin, looks a lot like this person that has sent me into distress. They are not related. They're not related. They're not the same. Derek is not dis- Derek did not date his cousin. I did, no, I did not, nor would I ever. No. But yeah, it was a little distressing. So now that you have to sit with that as listeners. Now that we've started off our episode talking about our It probably will come back up during the episode because it's truly all that's on my mind. Uh certainly I can think of at least one point that I could imagine bringing it up again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get into the movie. Let us begin. <laughs> so today we're talking about the 2009 film Underworld Rise, Rise of, of the, the Lycans. It is the prequel mm-hmm. to Underworld, the third film in the Underworld franchise, and the last one we will be talking about for our season of The Wolf. Mm-hmm. So it was made on a budget of $35 million, and at the box office it made 91.4. So... Really, it, it still made its money back, but not in the way that the first two movies no. did. But this movie stars Michael Sheen as Lucian, Bill Nye as Victor, Rona Mitra as Sonia, and Kevin Grevyu returning as Raze. Welcome back, my friend. Yes, it was good to see him again. And the actor for tennis. Yes. Steve McIntosh. So, the sexiest thing about this movie, mm. it is 89 minutes long. Woohoo! Second sexiest, no Michael, no Celine. Yes. Really, <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, <laughs> that did. I think that's the movie's real strength, mm-hmm. is that its characters are interesting. Characters have depth again. Oh, man. So, Juno, how does this stack up for you compared to the other two? Oh, other by movies? far my favorite. It's like this one is places one through five, and then the first one is six, and the second one is garbage. Not even on my list. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting, because I had the same thing when I was watching the franchise for the first time. Um, 
And I was going to, I was, I had already decided that I was going to watch all three of them. Mm-hmm. And so after Evolution, I wasn't really looking forward to this one. And I watched it and I was really taken aback at how, how much I enjoyed it. I think this one was good also because it could have been a standalone. Yeah. Like you could watch it without having seen the other episode or without seeing the other, the earlier movies. Right. And like the end, beginning and the end might have been like a little confusing, but like whatever. Yeah. Whatever. That's less than two minutes. Exactly. Um, man, truly, I have uh, mostly good feelings about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it might just be in comparison to the other ones, but I actually legitimately did enjoy this. Um, I feel like the story, Lucian's story, is stronger and more interesting than Celine's. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um. Michael Sheen really knocks out of the park. Really does. He's so good in this movie. And it's wild to compare it to last week's movie that he was in, New Moon. Oh, it's just completely different. These characters, Lucian and Arrow, could not be farther apart. No. Also, they kind of sex him up in this movie. They do. Which is really, like, unexpected from Michael Sheen. In, like, a grungy way, too. Because Michael Sheen kind of seems right. like a string bean, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, very thin. And in this movie, they're like, okay, let's get those angles. Let's get those biceps. Right. Like, yeah, he he's a pretty standard action hero body in this movie. Yeah. Which was uh, wild to see because I just, you know, not what I pictured Michael Sheen's body looking like. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Uh, but they make use of it more than once. True. Um, skipping ahead a little bit, I'll just talk about the scene out of context with the rest. But there is a sex scene in this movie that I'm obsessed with. Really? I thought it. I loved it so much. <laughs> when I saw what they were doing, I cackled. But it wasn't a cackle like, oh, this is stupid. It was a cackle like, yes, like, get it. I was having such a good time. <laughs> That's funny because when I saw the scene, I was like, ow, on the floor? And then they're like, they're immortals. Laying there, and I'm like, her hip must hurt so badly. Okay, well, you you know that's not the part of the sex scene I'm talking (laughs) about. I'm talking about when he hangs from his ass off the side of a cliff as Sonya rides him. It's iconic, (laughs) it's so good. Man, but I think we can just uh, get into the plot. Yeah, let's get going. Yeah. Okay. Start us off. So the story is about Michael Sheen and his, because he's the first werewolf who can turn back into a human. Mm-hmm. Like before him, William and everybody before William, was it the, the other brother? Mark? No, yeah, Marcus. William. William, yeah, William, the first werewolf. He's always a werewolf. Like he's yes. always wolfy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lucian is a little boy, and he can turn into a human again. Mm-hmm. And Victor. Because Victor is just a right asshole in this whole series. Victor is truly a bad guy. He is a bad man. He wants the worst for everyone except for himself. He is conniving and vicious and cruel. And so you're like, oh, this man is going to kill this child and that'll be the end of the movie. Wrong. Victor raises this boy as a slave. Mm-hmm. He's he's not raising him as a child. He's raising him as his slave werewolf. Uh, yes, and to... Just to be clear, this is not ancient traditional slavery. This is chattel slavery. Yes. This is not like one day you will be free. Right. This is you are indebted to me for life. I will keep uh, 
choke co- collar, essentially. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The choke collar that prevents him from turning or kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's loose enough that it just hangs around his neck, but if he gets his swole werewolf neck, it'll, it'll choke him. It's over. He's dead. So we see Lucian. We, his, he's a child for very little amount of time. Like, we see him as like a yeah. preteen fighting. Basically, training. Training. They're just like, okay, like he's been raised to be a fighter. Another thing, because of this movie's shorter runtime, it feels like it's more action-packed. Yes. I don't think there's like more action, but there's more action relative to There's just fewer, the time. slower times. It yeah. feels like they're like downtime when it's like conversation. They really get to the point. They're like, we'll say only what we need to say. Exactly. And we're getting back to the fighting. Such a strength. So this movie... Good. Does not waste a second of screen time. No, they do like, a great job. Everything is just exactly what it is. There's no meandering plots. There's one storyline, which, if you remember, Juno and I's main <laughs> complaint about Underworld Evolution was that there were 500 stories. There was 900 things going on, and none of them resolved themselves. So this movie, from start to finish, I think helped in part because it's a prequel. Yeah, does finish its story arc because they do have a place where they need to end. Yes, the big, you know, starting um, the back story. But for even audience. knowing how it ended, and you know, this goes to that thing about like spoilers are be, caring about spoilers is kind of dumb because you actually do care more when you know how things are going to end. Mm-hmm. That's why Romeo and Juliet starts with the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've seen Underworld, you know how this movie ends. Yes. And yet, it's still it's still effective mm-hmm. when you get there, you know. Mm-hmm. It's they do a good job, especially having introduced Sonia, who we like we've never met before. Mm-hmm. She's the daughter of Victor and um, Lucian's love interest. We've only ever heard of her, and we knew that he was in love from the first movie. Like mm-hmm. we knew that she was incredibly important to him, but like seeing her interact with Victor and recognizing that, like, oh, that was like a father and daughter relationship. And seeing how that plays out, spoiler alert, she bites it dead. Well, yeah, we talked about that in yeah. our little episode, but yeah, she dies at the end. Right. And it really works. It does. It's, it's incredibly tragic and sad. Um, anyway, we talked about the first 10 minutes of this movie. Let's, yes, keep, let's it going. keep going. So, the, Victor is, his goal with Lucian is to use him to create an army of werewolves that can turn themselves, that will protect the vampires. And protect the noble people with whom the vampires work and get people to feed off of, etc., etc. So Victor uses Lucian and has him bite a whole bunch of people to start and create more slaves, which is fun. Um, until, well, no, not until. It goes on and on and on. And these werewolves are working side by side with humans within the fortress. And on the outside of the fortress, and our first fight scene is with werewolves that were turned by William. Mm-hmm. Who, so these werewolves can't turn into humans. They're just werewolves all the time. Yep. And our first fight scene is those werewolves attacking vampire soldiers, mm-hmm. culminating in werewolves attacking Sonia. Her, I'm not sure. Do you think she was going to be able to fight back, or do you think I think she would have been fine, possibly. I think it was 50-50, and that was 50% too much for, for Lucian, for Lucian yeah. to, to bet on. So, yeah, our first fight scene, the first time that we see Lucian killing other werewolves, is when he is shooting through a fortress gate around Sonia to kill the werewolves that are attacking her. Mm-hmm. And Victor walks in and is like, does it not... Isn't it him? Or is it... 
No, it might no, be it's a different. Not Victor. They bring him to yeah. Victor. A diff. Well, a different vampire like person is like, doesn't it hurt you to kill other werewolves? And Lucian is like, no, they're just mindless beasts. Hmm. And you're like, wow, he has depth and also bloodlust. Um, but you can kind of tell there's some tension between Lucian and Sonia. Yeah. Sonia is like, you didn't need to save me. I was totally fine. I didn't need help. I had it. Mm-hmm. And Victor is like, a little gratitude. That guy saved your life, actually. So <laughs> let's be clear here. Uh, but, you know, Lucian, respect. I don't think I don't think he has a respect of Victor, but I think that he is favored by Victor because yeah. he is the best slave. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's the first fight scene. Yeah. That all happens. Then uh, Victor and Sonia uh, have a conversation in which Victor is like, hey, my friend, my pal, my daughter. <laughs> my friend, my pal, my daughter. You really need to be uh, attending these council meetings of which you are a part of. And Sonia's like, no, I need to fight. I must be fighting. And you're like, sus. And Victor is like, you are my daughter and therefore people like you, but they will not like you forever if you don't start uh, carrying your weight. And Sonia's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Whatever, don't care. So at the council meeting, um, there is a proposition put forth to put werewolves on the outside Mm -hmm. of the castle because they can be out during the day and could serve as better protection yes. for the vampires. Yes. And the noble people coming in. Mm-hmm. And Victor was like, why the fuck would we do that? And the other council people are like, uh, because people are dying, dumbass. Yes. Um, so the other councilmen are like, we should talk to Sonia, see what she thinks about it. We could talk to her if she was here, but she's not here <laughs> because she is on her way to the deepest, darkest part of the fortress. Yeah. To get it on with Victor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or to get, no, to get it on with Lucian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, she gets it. She gets it on with indeed. Lucian, as I said. Um, we love a good heavy metal sex scene in, like, period armor. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It works for me. It was fun. It was a good one. Not too long. Not too gratuitous. Well, of course, because this movie is 89 minutes exactly. long. It doesn't have time to waste. They really perfected it. <laughs> yeah, it's still sexy, but it's not the Michael Saligan sex scene from <laughs> Unroll Evolution. The sex scene. Right? It, it, of the two sex scenes in that movie, it definitely favors the, the threesome oh, yeah. more than the Michael Saligan. Also, and that it's important to the plot. Mm-hmm. That this actually counts. Yeah. Because after their sex scene, they're having, you know, sexy, calm down, cool down, cuddle time. Mm-hmm. And Lucian reveals that he has made a key to take his shackle off mm-hmm. and is like, we got to go. I can't live here anymore. Shit sucks. I'm a slave. Yeah. And <laughs> Sonia, being just absolutely tone deaf, is like, no, stay. <laughs> right. She's like, no, stay a slave so I can keep playing Literally, with you. she's like, don't go. Girl. <laughs> He's literally enslaved, and you are the daughter of the person who enslaved him. Yes. Read the room, Sonia. But, but, but Sonia will prove herself to be an ally later, for those yes, of you. she does concerned. love him. Don't worry. It's not a one-way thing. <laughs> Juno sounds so upset that <laughs> she loves him. They're like, in yeah, she love. Does love him. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, so they have, like, their sex scene. Mm-hmm. Tannis, you remember Tannis from the incredible threesome and castle from movie two of course how could i i i can't believe i didn't um 
relay him during the during the when I was talking about who was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the cast. It's okay. That's a word I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tannis seems to be like the person that Victor turns to to like just get shit done. So like to find Sonia to keep her in her room. Blah 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 blah. It also retroactively makes it make more sense the way he is in Underworld Evolution. Yes, that's definitely true. But as I said before, you cannot fix your... I mean, actually, you you can and should fix your mistakes in your sequels, but the way the Underworld franchise does it is very sloppy. Yeah. Except for in this one instance. It, it kind of works for me here. Mm-hmm. They do a good job. They, they make him important. Also, Tannis was if you remember the most interesting part to me about Underworld Evolution. So it helps that he's the connection to that movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and they definitely, they tone him down in this movie. Right. I mean, mean, which is part of, it makes sense given his character is several hundred years younger um, and, you know, not banished to a life of, like, sordid threesomes right well and we understand that in this movie what he wants is a spot in the council yes so like it's in his best interest to just shut up and do what he's asked Mm -hmm. so he oftentimes is the person i guess who like connects victor and sonia and so when uh, there's a fight scene another fight scene in which werewolves attack the werewolves on the outside attack um incoming noble people who do not look very noble the like it's like a father and a daughter and like the maid. Oh man, it's a big group. Yeah, but like those are the people that we come back to like four times. Oh sure. And I'm just sort of like, I would dress like that <laughs> if I was in this time period. Anyway, it's what are you talking about? We'd be vampires. <laughs> no, we'd be where I would be. We'd I would be that dowdy handmaiden <laughs> <laughs> who like is wearing the weird head thing and having <laughs> this thirteen year old child. Anyways, I digress. There are werewolves incoming, and Sonia's like, okay, I'm going to go out and fight. And Lucian is like, girl, no, don't fight. Stay here. Because he heard talk. He saw something. He, that he knows there's a lot of werewolves, and like it, they will be overpowered because mm-hmm. there's simply not enough vampire fighters to take care of it. So, Lucian, A.K.A. death dealers. Death dealers. As our kind of connection to the other movies. Yes. So Lucian is like, hey, please don't do that. But there's another person in the room when he asks her. Sonia has to be like, I'm fine. I'm fine, blacksmith or welder. Some diminutive. Some other person like, in here. I'm fine. Don't talk to me. <laughs> and then the other person leaves and she's like, I'm good. I can take care of myself. You can watch me. And I was like, I wouldn't want to watch my loved one die, but that's just me. So she goes out to fight despite Lucian's repeated request that she does not. It's overpowered, as expected. Lucian uses the key that he forged, takes off his collar, goes out. So he's disobeying direct orders from Victor. Takes out his collar, goes out and saves Sonia. But he did take his collar off. Mm -hmm. So Victor, despite being grateful that his daughter is not dead, is mostly like... My slave disobeyed me. My slave disobeyed me. And see, this is part of what we mean when we say this movie does not waste time. Because for the rest of the movie, Lucian is on the run. Well, not on the run, but yes. he's like, the stakes are high. Yes. Like, he, he can't stay. He, in most movies, we would have had like a three strike system. But in this movie, it's the it's one, one and, and done. done. And 
honestly, it was really refreshing. Yeah. Because this isn't even really, like, this is maybe a third of the way into the movie. Not yeah. even. No. When he gets uh, thrown in d- the dungeon. Yeah, and he's in. He's there for the rest of the movie, pretty much. Mm-hmm. My jaw just cracked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Lucian whipped publicly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it looks really painful. My favorite shot in this whole movie is Sonia at the window because the window is like kind of green and she's got like her arm up over her head and she's like twisting back and forth. And like, I understand she's supposed to be like, no, he's in pain. Oh, it just looks like she's stretching. Maybe like it looks so funny. I laughed loudly and then was like, that's inappropriate. This man is being whipped. But I thought it was funny. So oh, also Sonia ha- has like a little blonde handmaiden lady. Yes. She only has like one line, but but she does have. She's she's an ally. She's her friend, mm-hmm. sort of. Um. So yeah, Lucian whipped. Sonia can't do anything about it. Lucian in dudgeon. Sonia sad. So because Lucian has been uh, poo pooed to the deepest darkest parts without Sonia there, he like makes friends with the other slaves, mm-hmm. particularly with Ray's, mm-hmm. who is. Played by... Kevin Grevio. That's Again. his name. Who we love. I love his voice. Raze is great. Raze we, is great. We talked about that last time, but yeah. An excellent part. He's still a human at this point. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the uh, people that work together with Lucian are just human beings. Like, they're not werewolves yet. They are then turned. And <laughs> not by Lucian, but by other werewolves. And, like, that's how they get it together. But it's interesting to see that the werewolves actually had a pretty good... Werewolves on the inside of the fortress had a pretty good allyship with the human beings, the other slaves at least, mm-hmm. until they were then turned into werewolves and then they were just all werewolves. But Sonia is plotting and planning to get Lucian out of the dungeons. And she gets together with Tannis, who found the key for her, for his collar. Yeah. How did Tannis find out? He, he saw their meeting. Oh, okay. Right? He knows that they're lovers. Yeah, but I'm, but like he had he picked something up. Yeah, the key, right? Yeah, either the key or the choke collar. He knew some he knows something. Tannis knows that that Lucian and uh Sonia are lovers but hasn't told Victor yet. So Sonia goes to confront him. Well there is yeah, because she confronts him and he's like, uh No, no, I mean the reason he hasn't told is because He's not sure how he could use the information yet, but he knows it's... Well, no, he useful. said Victor doesn't take well to... Right, and he also doesn't want, he doesn't want to die. Exactly. He's like, I'm not going to share that if I'm going to... Why would he want to look, look <laughs> I fondly? I can't believe you're doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to... No, I don't want to... Victor doesn't like a snitch, bitch. <laughs> We're so, not going to explain what we were uh, just doing. No, we're doing. not telling you. So Sonia and Tennis strike up a deal. Yes. Tennis is like, I guess I'll help you because this information doesn't help me at this time. Give me your council spot. And Sonia's like, fucking done and done. Yeah, she doesn't want to be on the council. She doesn't want to be on the council She's anyway. very clear. She's like, yeah, you don't understand. This is exactly what I want. <laughs> She's like, this is <laughs> the best day of my play. life. <laughs> this is fantastic. Tannis gives Sonia the key. To the collar and two minutes to talk to Lucian. So Sonia goes to the dungeon. She and Lucian have their romantic get back together. 
Lucian is like, I need to go. So he's like, you do need to go. Um, I will... What does she... I don't remember what she, like, tells him. She's just like, you need to go. And he's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then... then Well, she's going to meet him later. Yeah, and she'll, like, I'll meet you in three days? I think so. She's like, I'll meet you in a few days' time. She a specific amount of time to wait for her. Yes. Um, So he escapes with the slaves. With a whole... He's like, hey, anybody who wants to come with me, you can come. Mm -hmm. And... They, they Because they time their escape so perfectly, the vampires can't chase them because of the sun. Because of the sun. That is correct. So they a whole bunch of them get out. Some of them are shot. Yes. Some but, of you will not survive. But <laughs> <laughs> risk I am willing to take. <laughs> quote, back quote. Anyway. But most of them do survive. Most of survive. them survive. The important ones. The ones we've seen by face. Yes. They do survive. Um, and... So they're all, but they're all just going to like run away. Mm-hmm. But Lucian kind of rallies the troops. Yeah. And is like, if we don't stop them, they will continue to do this. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, take time, recover, train, and we will go back. Right. Because at this point, sorry, I should clarify. We should clarify. They've all been turned already. So all mm-hmm. the people who made it are werewolves. Yes. So and they are like angry, and yeah. they're all they're, of course they're freed slaves. Yeah. Well, they're escaped slaves. Escaped slaves. Yeah. So they've all escaped. Victor duly angry, I guess, because I would I, no. I don't you know. would be angry if you had a slave and I will escaped. give him. I understand that this in- inconveniences him, and therefore he is angry, and that is okay. why it happened. Um, <laughs> so, Do you know sympathizes with slave owners? Absolutely not. <laughs> Tell me about. <laughs> no. Victor. Victor talks to Sonia. Is like, hey, my darling, he, he's gone. <laughs> Where'd he go? Oh, he drinks her. No, yes, no, no, no. He, he does. Drinks- in this scene, he bites her. And I swore out. it was after the fight scene. Later, the one where Sonia kicks everyone's ass. No, he bites her first. That makes sense. Because he pretty much immediately yeah. killed her after that. Yeah. Right, okay. So, yeah, so then he finds out by, by drinking her blood. Right, because right now he's just like, you have to stay in your room, you're grounded, exactly. essentially. He's like, make sure she doesn't leave. So she has, like, two guards that, like, swap off. Mm-hmm. He finds out what happens. She's permanently grounded. Apparently the time has passed because Lucian comes back. Yes. And is like, my darling, we need to go. Now, he kills a guard to make it happen. I swear she killed the guard. Oh, maybe. Because he doesn't do a lot of fighting in this next scene. No, because he has a, that sword, remember? Right, but he's not doing a lot of fighting. But, like, was I, she, like, I think surprised? she's the one who killed him. Oh, maybe. I think she is surprised. I'm pretty sure she killed him. Maybe I'm wrong. The guard is dead. The guard is dead regardless. They get out. Yes. Before the other guard comes and is like, oh, my God, this guard is dead. Mm-hmm. So then that guard so chases them. So they have to go down into... It's not exactly. A, I mean, it's it's not exactly a sewer and like the usage of it, but it's like underground tunnels. It's like it's sewer line. Yeah. yeah, like they can wander around. That's mm-hmm. where they probably got it on, etc., yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. 
Uh, this to, I like this sequence. This is it's so cool. Sequence. It's a good one. So they are basically foiled at every turn. Mm -hmm. They are chased from one end. A fire is set in front of them. Mm -hmm. There are guards on either side. Yeah, they keep it. They like the vampires keep dropping explosives yes. into every tunnel and exit yes. to trap them until eventually they have to come out in the middle of the vampire's court. Exactly. In the middle of the court. Yard. Courtyard. Not like the interior right. court, like a courtyard. But like just a hole in the ground. Mm -hmm. They're just forced to go up. And there's so many vampires. Yes. So. And yeah. Go ahead. No, no, you can insert. Well, just Lucian goes up first, mm -hmm. starts fighting bitches. And I was and like, then, oh, sure. What no, you were? No, like, I just at first I was like, oh my god, like he's gonna like go back for her. How will she survive this? And then she comes up, and I'm like, yes, yes Sonia. Sonia, I mean, honestly, it's like, why wasn't Sonia our action heroine? The heck's... Like, or rather, I wish they'd given Kate Beckinsale equally good material to work with. Yeah. Um, because Sonia is killing it she's awesome and she has great energy and mm -hmm. she is like, rona mitra really sells the action in this movie and, and it's always really nice when an actor can like really give it their all for mm -hmm. an action scene Absolutely. and I, I recognize stunt doubles exist but i mean like even in the faces she makes when like she's holding the sword and stuff mm -hmm. it, she looks cool yeah she looks cool i would be afraid of her in battle yeah for sure. she almost wins they're close she she single handedly takes down because he gets taken down. Yes, and yes. she keeps fighting mm -hmm. for quite a while and very hard. Yes, she basically beats everyone else except Victor. Right, because she doesn't want to kill Victor. That's and because she doesn't kill him. That's that's her mistake. Flaw. But we do. She like, she beats him. She, she disarms does. him. She has the sword to his neck, but then hits him with some important information. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. With a vampire-werewolf hybrid. Mm -hmm. And that apparently fuels the rage that Victor needed. So. Uh, the table's turn and she's caught. Yes. Which is fucking the worst. It's it's really unfortunate. The next scene that we see is Lucian's chained to the floor. Mm -hmm. And Sonia's tied to a pyre. But there's no firewood. So it's like, what's going on? Because there's a big old ceiling that they're going to open. They're going to put the sun on her. Victor yeah. is going to murder his own daughter because she's pregnant with a hybrid. Again, he really is a no second chances kind of guy. Yeah. Well, I feel like he did give her a second chance when he didn't kill her after learning she oh, slept with true. him. Oh, that's true. That's true, yeah. So he's a strike two. Yeah. You're almost out. For my daughter. Right. Everyone else Everyone is one else strike. Is a one shot. You get two. Right. Because he, like, really enforces that, like, he loves her and she's very important to him, which is what makes this distinct change so dramatic. Because, mm -hmm. like, the whole movie is, like, your most part. The pathos really works. Absolutely. And there's, like, an emotional pull that I was not present for me in the first two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Except for in, like, the scenes with Victor. Really, that's, that's he has been our... Our strongest emotional yes. core. That's true. Um, in the like the fatherly. If you think about it, because the like the the scenes with the most emotion in the first Underworld movie are between Celine and Victor. Mm -hmm. um, and then the second movie, the only good scene as a whole is the intro with Victor, 
and then you know we have this uh giving us our first whole movie with a with a good um emotional core from beginning to end absolutely so the whole council votes unanimously that's when you must die and then they're like fuck it lucian has to die too we'll whip him first though yeah like we hate that bitch Mm mm-hmm so that's what happens, is that that happens right before they're all chained in the same room together. Mm-hmm. Um, he And uh, they make him watch her die. They do. Well, first they make her watch him get whipped super bad. And then they leave, like, metal things in his back. Yeah. They're, like, something pointy. Silver? Make, probably silver. That, like, makes his wounds not heal. Like, yeah, He's just fucked probably. over. So they make her watch that. And then as soon as the sun starts to come up, they make him watch her. And she is burnt to a crisp semi-immediately. Yeah. It feels very, very fast. Her whole body. Well, I mean, burnt. because they had to match the footage from the first Underworld movie. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though this is newly shot footage because it wasn't Ronamitra in the first movie. Yeah. They had to match the footage that we had already seen. Mm. Well, they didn't have to, but they chose but they to, which yeah. is uh, a choice not every prequel makes. But I, I respect it here. Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, so they match it pretty... I mean, I didn't go back and watch either one, like, to compare, but I, I I believe it was pretty shot for shot what we saw in Underworld. I think so. From what I remember, yeah. Like, because they, they do it from his perspective in the first movie. So it's different to see it from, like, just the camera perspective in this movie. But, yeah, they feel pretty balanced on par. Um, so she's dead. He's still chained to the floor looking yes. at his dead lover's body, which is, mm-hmm. ouch. That one probably hurts. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, hurts just like just like my wounds. Just like Derek's wounds. Derek is also strapped to the this floor. This is exactly what is happening. To I me, think guys. so. There's silver in your back. You're just fucked Am over. I Lucian or am I Sonia in this scenario? Uh, I think you're Lucian. I don't think the other person in this scenario is grievously wounded. I think he's maybe wounding himself <laughs> he's, forever. Right. Right. He's essentially dead. He's dead to the world. He's, he, oh, he's not dead. No, he's alive. He, he's alive, but he may as well be dead. <laughs> so dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> he may as well be dead. So you're right. I am Lucian, and he he is, he is so, in a situation. And I had I just watched him die publicly, <laughs> but like by his own hand. Yes. So things are a little different. Right. Well, we could argue. You could argue that Sonia brought this upon herself in the same way that by falling in love. I don't, I'm not, no, of course I don't <laughs> believe that. I'm just saying. All right, I'll give you that. Um, Victor then comes back into the room where they're hanging out. Lucian's still on the ground. Steals the pendant off of her chest. And then we see that it's a full moon. Lucian's not wearing the choke collar anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he turns into a werewolf, breaks his chains. Those silver things in his back come popping out yeah and he fights he fights for his life and like victor goes running yeah he almost lucian almost makes it out but then is overpowered Mm -hmm. by the death dealer death dealers but then he like howls and all the other werewolves and all of his bros come running slaughter the vampires they just destroy them it's like kind of funny they like there's a whole bunch of vampires in like the court Mm mm-hmm and then they're like running all together and they look like stupid little like headless chickens and then the werewolves just pop up 
and just bite heads off. And then they are headless chickens. Mm-hmm. I appreciated it. That it biting funny. the head off, I, I, I really, I really liked, liked it. Yes. So uh, Lucian communicates with them. They come in. There's just a whole bunch of fighting happening. Lucian realizes that Victor is going to make a run for it. Right. And so then we get this really cool... What's awesome about this fight scene, all of the best fight scenes have this. And that's an emotional core. Like, you feel that they're not just fighting... I mean, they are fighting to survive, but they're not just fighting to survive. There's anger, hurt, pain, Mm -hmm. rage, love. Yeah. All of these emotions in this fight. And part of that, I think, is because of the direction. But part of that is due to the amazing performances by Michael Sheen and Bill Nye. We haven't really touched on either of their performance. I mean, we touched a little bit because we were comparing Michael Sheen's performance to his performance in New Moon. But, I mean, we really haven't touched on how great they are in this movie at all. No, they do an excellent job. And, like, I'm engaged in it. That was my favorite part of the first Underworld movie was one that little brief glimpse that we got of Michael Sheen, Lucian, talking about what actually happened and explaining to Michael. And Michael being like, what? That means nothing to me. <laughs> and you were like, Lucian has a tragic backstory. <laughs> and I think that it really carried over well. And I would have loved to have continued to see more of Lucian in the progression until Underworld happened, like mm-hmm. the first one. Um, so it's tragic that this is the only prequel. But uh, that cannot be undone. It is Michael Sheen's last. Yes. Uh, I believe also Bill Nye's last. Oh, really? Uh, time. We haven't seen the last two. In the Underworld movie. Well, it wouldn't make sense for him to be in four or five. It no, that's true. After. <laughs> <laughs> we, sorry, I, we, I got distracted. Let's talk about how Lucian, uh, they're fighting. They're fighting. There's a body of water underneath them. They're fighting. They're fighting. They're fighting. Lucian and Victor fighty, fighty, fight. Lucian stabs Victor through the mouth. Mm-hmm. And his body goes a-tumbling. And it's a really good shot. Because mm-hmm. he tumbles for a long time. Yes. And the lighting in that scene is pretty evocative of the lighting in the first, uh, first movie, which I liked. Which was cool. But you're like, okay, Victor's dead. That doesn't make sense. How did that guy die? He's in the rest of the movies. So, but Lucian is clearly like, I'm done. Escapes, meets up with Ray's. Ray's is uh, fixing his wounds and decides and, and states, it is done. It is, states, it is finished. Mm-hmm. The Lucian is like, no, my friend. No, it is not. Actually, indeed, there is so much more to do. And he's right. He doesn't say any of that, but he's right. There is so much more to do. So, that's the, that's the last we see of the lichens, the werewolves. Uh, the final scene, like the scene right before the credits, is that Victor isn't dead, and Tannis is putting his body into one of the hibernation chambers that, like Marcus and Amelia were, were in as well. Mm-hmm. And then we get the first, we get the scene from Underworld where Craven nasty American guy is like explaining to Celine that she's not alive because Victor saved her she's alive because Victor killed her family and then looked at her and was reminded of his daughter who he also killed yes but then we all know Celine doesn't believe him and dismisses it as a lie and that's the end of the movie right um so something I, I want to bring up production wise that I just didn't for some reason 
So Underworld and Underworld Evolution were directed by Len Wiseman, but this movie was directed by Patrick Tadapoulos. Polis? It's a Greek name. Yes. This is his only directing feature. But he's he 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 he's an artist mainly, um, and his work has been in several uh, many many movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting just to note that like a lot of the things we like about this film honestly probably are due to the new director. Facts. He did work within with the first film. He just wasn't the director. Right. So he that also helps because you know oh, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's necessarily a whole new world. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a, a more steady tale yes. in this world, like a more a better better story <laughs> in this world. Love Lucian, love Victor, love Sonia. Um I think their story is really interesting mm-hmm. and I, I i would encourage everyone to just watch this movie because you don't need to see the first two really yeah. to fully appreciate it um it, it's stand on its own which mm-hmm. is something many good prequels do and many prequels that don't uh <laughs> measure up often can't stand on their own right but this one does and we love it for we love that. it for it oh man yeah I, I would like to just, again, talk a little bit more deeply for a second about the performances of... We can start with Bill Nye, because he's he's been someone you like to shout out in these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what Bill Nye does here is really, really, really phenomenal work. He yes. is truly a great, great actor. Yes. Um, and... It helps, of course, that, again, he wasn't bad in the first two. He was excellent in the first two movies. The best part of many parts of the first two movies. Um, But with the the stronger material in this movie, he's really allowed to shine. Yes. And he does a great job of being just an odious man. Oh, the worst. Just a terrible fellow. There's not a second in this movie I don't hate Victor, and that's completely due to Bill Nye's incredible, incredible performance. Acting. Like, and it's just... also due, you know, to how good Michael Sheen is as Lucian. Mm-hmm. They just are really strong actors, and in the first couple, in the first two movies, you don't really see them interacting. Like you know, they hate each other. I think that watching their interactions now and knowing that Victor has known Lucian his entire life. I think, again, should have made this more clear in the first two movies, but this they did a good job in the pre, in this prequel. Like, it makes, it adds, I don't want to say, like, value, but, like, it makes it make sense. And, like, it adds credibility to their hate for, hate for each other. Um, and I just, Bill Nye does such a good job. I hate him so much. Just so annoying. So much the so worst. Much. And, like, I love Lucian, and I want the best for him. It's 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 really interesting to see him because he was kind of you know he's he's the main antagonist of the first two thirds of Underworld until yes. we realize that um, Victor's the real but bad Victor's guy. the real bad fella. Um, but he's the secondary antagonist of the first movie, and so seeing him as the hero here, you really really understand how how it makes the first movie's themes I think 
a little stronger because the first movie is all about how perspectives can be twisted. Yes. And this move this is evidence that supports that, but it also says that on its own. Mm-hmm. Um like Victor's doing plenty of twisted perspectives in this movie. He lies to everyone. Every single person. <laughs> He's just <laughs> such a dick. And I I don't know, it was really surprising when I watched it to see Lucian as kind of this underdog. Yeah. <laughs> well yeah, you see him in the whole movie and you're like, Wow, that guy can shoot, but it's not not his job. Wow, that man is like speaking up on the behalf of these people who have no rights. That's not his job. Because he does speak out. One of the vampires is being unnecessarily cruel to one of the human slaves. And Lucian's mm-hmm. like, hey, that's enough. That's fine. And the vampire listens to him. Yeah. I mean, because he has Victor's favor. But like, yes. he does have authority. Yeah, it's really interesting. There's there's a lot going on in this movie dynamically. And I actually think this one is a, is a movie that you could, having seen the whole thing, go back. And I think the emotion would hit just as hard of the mm-hmm. ending mm-hmm. because of how intricately everything is placed. I mean, it, this is a tragedy. Yeah, it's sad. It's, so it's sad. a tragedy. It's like a Greek tragedy in its story. And it's simple and it's streamlined and it's short. It does not overstay its welcome by one minute. And that's why this is my favorite of the three. Me as well. It It just did a good job. Yeah. Um, So this movie has a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty in line with two of the other movies we talked about. If you mm-hmm. remember, New Moon had a 28. <laughs> and Suicide Squad had a 27. So we just like movies that not many other people like. <laughs> well, it's also pretty in line with the Underworld scores. Underworld has a 31%. Interesting. But that got a higher score than this and well <laughs> underworld evolution <laughs> has a 16 percent that's because of ass yeah so that makes sense that checks out just... but it's interesting that this is like in line with other movies that we really liked <laughs> i mean yeah it, i wouldn't say that i love this movie the way that like i love Suicide Squad. Like, would I go back and watch this yeah. on the semi-regular? Probably not. I enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. I don't really need to see it again. But I do think that it was done a disservice by being the third in third in a series. Because a lot of people, if not for Derek, like a lot of people, if not for Derek, I would have fully tapped out after the second one. I was like, this is the worst thing. There is no way the next one can be better. It was. It was good. Third one was good. I think you should watch it. It's really interesting when a mediocre and bad movie can then have a third movie that's good. Yes, I agree. I, I'm i curious about the fourth and fifth ones, but probably not enough to go see them. Yeah. Also, they're not readily available for free, so I'm not. So it's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I saw this one and I was like, cool. I'm, I'm, I've seen the Underworld series. <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> uh, like, 
I don't know. Again, I'm I, I, I'm mildly curious about the fourth and fifth one, just to see how they stack up quality wise mm-hmm. to like the the this and uh, uh like this movie Rise of the Lichens on this end of the spectrum and Evolution on this end of the spectrum and Underworld somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, where four and five land because. Part, like a strong part of me believes they cannot be worse than Underworld Evolution. Mm-hmm. But then they could be, and that's my fear. Yeah. And if, especially if I have to pay for it. If it's worse than Evolution, oh, that's that's like true. That's, if they ever come to Netflix, I probably would at least watch the fourth one okay. just out of curiosity. And if it's good enough, I would tell you no. If not, that will remain Derek's secret. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think this one was nice because now we've talked about more movies that we liked that have not liked mm. for a season of The Wolf yes. so far. Yes. Which is nice because yeah. you would want to like some of the movies in your themed season. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how does this, how would you stack this up with our five werewolf movies we've seen so far okay i think i know what it's going to be but you can okay i'm gonna say new moon rise of the lichens ginger snaps underworld underworld evolution wow what's yours i think i'm gonna go ginger snaps mm. new moon rise of the lichens underworld evolution okay so we just our three top three changes. yeah it's interesting that it's higher on your list I enjoyed it more, I think, than I enjoyed Ginger Snaps. I think just probably because it was shorter. Felt shorter. Just a little bit, but enough that I counted. But yeah, I liked it. Yeah. What, what did you uh, rate it? I'm going to give this movie an A-, actually. That's what, bro, that's what I gave it. It's funny that I gave it an A- and I gave New Moon and Ginger Snaps B pluses, but rated them higher. For me, it's about like nostalgia for new moon mm-hmm. and i really enjoyed the thematic meat of ginger snaps yeah, no absolutely and that's why i, I rank them a little higher yeah. but even though i think this is a better movie yeah i think this is a better movie quality wise this is our first a minus of the season mm-hmm. it's our first anything in the a range yeah everything else <laughs> Under- underworld was like a b minus i think it was a b minus that would make sense yeah i gave um, it a, somewhere in the b's and then Ginger Snaps we did B plus. Ginger, Ginger Snap was B plus. New Moon was B plus. Underworld Evolution was, it was a, like D. a D. It was a solid D. Yeah. Oh, I'm so curious about some of the movies we're watching going forward. But we're not watching a movie next week. We're going to be playing a game. Yay! What game? You'll find out next week. I don't week. even know. <laughs> I'm currently in the process of refining it, so I can't announce it right now because the mechanics may change but that's okay the mystery and intrigue will be enticing i think it's gonna be really fun i'm excited i love the game episodes Um, and then after that we'll be back on to talk some more werewolf movies and in our second pot of movies we'll have some guests which are gonna be really exciting so for now on underworld rise of the lichens that's it 